0: Syracuse and all of Central New York. You glory here among us. Great is our hope. The story we have read today and how the gospel continues, has nothing to envy on episodes of "The Game of Thrones" or other great dramatic storytelling. It's a very dramatic reading. It could easily be something you'd watch on Netflix imagine king herod hears that there's these exotic people coming from the east dressed in weird clothing and very very foreign and they're excited and he comes to meet them and they say we've come to meet the newborn king of judea and he's like you can hear the wheels turning in his head what do you mean the king of judea i'm the king what new king there's a new king coming, what does that do to me? And the scripture says, and all of Jerusalem was troubled with him. You can imagine that all the people in Jerusalem who have spent their entire careers trying to be his friend, trying to network power and influence, all the rich people who have their claws in him, have done him favors, all those who have climbed the political ladder to have influence with him are now deeply troubled. Does this mean it all goes to waste? We lose our control and our power? And so you can see clearly how both Herod and the top influencers in Jerusalem are very threatened and afraid they mean to get rid of this newborn king. And lest we think that they're wrong, Jesus has a mission statement that is explicitly meant to do what they are afraid of. I'd ask you to grab your hymnals and look to number 19 in the hymnal. This is the gospel canticle. This is Mary telling us the mission statement of Jesus. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. We're still good. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, a little scary. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down mighty from their thrones and lifted up the Lord. Sounds like a revolution to me. He has filled the hungry with good things, and he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. And it goes on. Jesus has as a mission statement is to turn society upside down. King Herod and the powerful of the time have reason to be afraid. But not just them, we too. As we begin to wind down Christmas, it's very easy to put the baby Jesus back in the box from whence he came and up in the attic or in the closet where we keep our nativity when it's not Christmas. But in fact, Jesus comes to turn our lives upside down too. You know, all the ways in which during the normal year we rationalize behaviors and attitudes in ourselves that we know are not of the gospel. But we kind of get used to it. And we say, yeah, we wouldn't say those things. We wouldn't act that way in front of the crib. But when the baby Jesus is put away, back into his place, out of sight, out of mind, we fall back into our old patterns. Our accommodations where we say, you know, well, yes, I'm a Catholic and I have my faith. But in the real world of business, you got to do things differently. In our moral life, we make choices that we know are not ideal, but, you know, all those ways in which we don't want Jesus around too much, we so easily fall back into that pattern of behavior are we any better than Herod? We're not going out and killing Jesus' babies, but we're in a way limiting his scope and putting him somewhere where it's safe for us not to change, not to grow. Now here's the thing. If we allow ourselves to be open and keep Jesus not just at Christmas, but keep him in the center of our lives every day, yes, it will be scary, because we will be invited to change, to grow, to question ourselves, to feel guilty sometimes. But he promises us that past that initial pain, there will be great reward. We will become the better versions of ourselves. We will become so much nobler. We will be so much happier. People from around the world came to see this man because of what he had to offer to them. And he has that same thing to offer to us, which is his light. A light to the nations, a light to inspire us and illumine our lives. Let us open ourselves to welcome Christ the light to lead us to a better and happier 2020. In you are every day. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org.